Hi, this is James Barris. I hope you find this talk supports you in your practice. If you'd like to support my teaching, you can use the donate button underneath my picture on Dharma Seed to do that. Your support is greatly appreciated. This morning we're going to continue working uh, primarily with the uh, primary object, home base or anchor, whatever name you, you're used to using. Uh, and we're going to work a bit with uh, refining the awareness to support a, a deeper focus and concentration. And I'll be using the breath to do this uh, guided, but if your primary object is uh, other than the breath, you can uh, just apply it as you like, whether it's noticing body sensations or uh, feeling the posture, uh, but just Try it out so you get a sense of the way that we can explore in a more interested, refined way to support collecting the awareness. And just to also say at the outset, this is not something that you will be doing necessarily every sitting uh, because it depends on your energy and level of um, awareness or precision, at times this will not be available to you. And so it's just one way to explore experience. As I said last night, there's different lenses. So if you're feeling that it would be much more helpful to just know that you're sitting here uh, as I said, any moment of mindfulness is as good as any other moment. Meninjaji, uh, our teacher, used to say, if you sit and know you're sitting, the whole of the Dharma is revealed. So not to think better or worse, it's just a very useful tool to explore and keeps things from being um, dull or... Um, um, not compelling, to just be really interested in seeing what we can see. So as you sit, first have a sense of groundedness in the body, feeling a connection with the earth. And let the body be both an expression of upright wakefulness, quiet dignity. Thich Nhat Hanh uses the image of thinking of yourself like a mountain, strong, worthy of respect, here for any changes in the weather. And at the same time, a sense of receptivity and ease. 
So not holding yourself tightly, but inviting a relaxation any places that are tense or might be holding. You might find taking a few deeper breaths at the beginning helps you do that, breathing in a calming energy and as you exhale, letting go. And then at some point, just letting your natural rhythm take over. Let the breath breathe you. No need to control anything. And as we explore the more subtle aspects of the breath. Keep that attitude of relaxation. If you find that you're over-efforting, then uh, just soften a bit and let interest be the lead. You're just being curious And so to start, I would just invite you to notice where you know the breath is occurring. You've probably pricked, picked your primary object by now, but just see where do you feel it most apparently? Perhaps as it enters the nostrils, passes by the upper lip, Perhaps the belly rising and falling. Maybe the chest. You might, in your practice, just notice the whole body breathing, but for the purposes of this particular period, pick one, one place that you can look with a bit more care and interest. and become an explorer or a scientist. And wherever it is that you are exploring, see if you can notice just the moment that the in-breath begins. Just these next breaths, see if you can catch the very start is there a distinct moment or does it subtly build? If you're 
placing your attention at the nostrils, knowing the beginning of the in-breath, just the start. Now notice as it enters the nostrils or passes by the upper lip, does it come in a steady stream or in waves? segments. If you're feeling at the belly, again, is there just a wave, a steady wave, or pieces, or segments in there? Just check it out, just for the fun of it. As you're exploring this in-breath, notice if there are sensations along the way. A tickle here or a sparkle there or a tugging someplace in the belly or the chest. If you're in looking at the the abdomen area, is it like a balloon or a band? And is it equal or asymmetrical? you're noticing in the nostrils, in that area, see if you can notice the nostrils flaring. Do they move at all as you're taking this in-breath? As you're breathing in, notice if the air enters equally between both nostrils or more through one or the other. Just check it out.
Same with the belly. Does it begin lower and move through higher in the body or more one side or another? See if you can notice just the moment that the in-breath ends and becomes the out-breath. See if you can catch when that happens. The rising becomes the falling. Is there a pause or does it turn right away to the exhale? Now as you breathe out, see if you can notice what that out-breath is like. Is it a steady stream or a steady falling or is it in pieces? Notice any sensations along the way. And see then if you can notice just the moment that the outbreath ends. Is there a pause before the next inhalation? Does it turn right away to an in-breath?
If there is a pause, you might find it helpful to let your attention rest someplace so you don't hurry the next breath along. A touch point, it's sometimes called. Your lips touching or feeling your um, yourself sitting if you're feeling at the belly or the, the chest, or feeling the sit bones or your hands, some placeholder so you don't rush the next breath. Just see if there's a space there. Notice if there's a difference between the in-breath and the out-breath. Is one longer or shorter? The rising and the falling or equal length? Check it out. smoother or rougher or the same. Cooler or warmer See if you can notice something that you hadn't noticed before. Just with interest. Each breath is unique, comprised of many, many, many sensations. And just seeing the, the uniqueness of each one. And it's not like you're trying to get anything right. It's just letting your interest lead you. 
This is what's keeping you alive. Oh, check it out. then there'll be times where it's not possible to look with such precision. Absolutely fine to just know that you're sitting here or feeling your whole body breathing or opening up to sounds or something else that gives you relaxation. So do this with interest, curiosity, and ease. And any time you need to adjust the lens, then trust your intuition. But just to know that the, the exploration this way is deepening your, your connection and your samadhi, the one-pointed kind of samadhi, as opposed to the moment-to-moment -moment samadhi, which is just as valuable. Once again, when your mind wanders, no problem, no judgment, just bring it back once again.
<clears throat> so just to know you can use this kind of refined exploration anytime that it feels right don't force it it's got to come from interest rather than efforting <clears throat> especially if you find yourself with the primary object say the breath or uh, say the breath and you're kind of you're there but it's not very interesting it's kind of dull or well here's another breath we just had one a moment ago do I really have to pay attention to this one each one is different so as you start to look with that kind of interest it, it makes it all come alive and at other times no way you might be just saying let me be on planet earth oh yeah here I am sitting fine if you sit and know you're sitting the whole of the dharma is revealed so that's that's one of the arts of practice is to just see what lens is suited for where you're at in any particular moment <clears throat> and having a wide spacious panoramic relaxed connected moment of mindfulness is just as liberating Okay, there are a number of announcements. Uh, I don't know, we might not have time for, for questions this morning. Um, one thing that is happening is at 9 o'clock, the whole uh, Spirit Rock staff um, in the uh, administration that keeps this whole place come, running will be coming in and, um, and saying hello. So you can see all the support all the people here at Spirit Rock that make this thing go and uh, feel a connection, them with you and you with them. So that's happening in just a, a few minutes. Um, today, we'll begin the practice discussions, as probably you've seen. Uh, half the names are posted up on the uh, the wall, the, the, the uh, board in between the the two uh, doors, two double doors, um, and take a look and uh, see if your name isn't there today, it will be there tomorrow. Um, and just uh, first about locations, let's see, temple is in room four, you're in, which? Kamala is in room two, Beth is in room one, John is in room five, and Susie is in the yurt, which is all the way down by the dining hall. If you go past the, the, um, uh, the entrance to the dining hall, you'll see yurt, a sign that says yurt. You can either go down through the, yeah, down, uh, enter, as you're going into the dining hall and just make a left and follow that path down and you'll keep on going across a little uh, little bridge and you'll see the yurt. Um, so give yourself time to, be, to get there and uh, if you're, if there's somebody in before with all of us, if uh, don't just go in or knock on the door. When the door opens then you can um, you can just come right in. I'll be in the council house where you registered and where the affinity group sits are. Um, 
Yeah, the numbered rooms are just out past the uh, past the bathrooms. You see one, two, uh, four is slightly up the stairs. Five is at the end of uh, the hallway. Um, Oh, names are posted on the, that makes it easy. Names are posted on the door. Uh, and with the practice discussions, you've all been on retreats before, uh, but just to remind you, there's no failing this. You're just there to share your experience, anything that you want to ask about or feel it would be useful to check in about, just to share what's happening in your practice. Um, if there's some things that you want to discuss, uh, besides sharing your side, make sure you leave some time for the, the teacher to give a response. We, we have 15 minutes for the uh, uh, practice uh, discussion time, so uh, be aware of the time. And don't feel you have to come in with something uh, to say, either your amazing sit or your terrible sit or whatever whatever it is we'll ask you uh, if you uh, if you don't have something to report and keep it in a kind of fairly uh, concise way so that there's a time for an exchange um, anything else to be said about that um, today we're going to also start the uh, yoga and mindful movement with Martha uh, and uh, she, uh, she's said that it usually works out this way, and uh, let's try it, that the morning uh, yoga will be more um, uh, energizing uh, practice and the afternoon more of a restorative practice. Uh, so just keep that in mind, and hopefully um, it'll be, you go to one yoga or movement session a day, pick morning or afternoon, and we'll just see, hopefully there'll be half of you that need restoration and half that need energizing. Um, anything more to be said about that? Yeah. Okay, they both have a restorative component. Uh, morning is more arousing and afternoon more um, restorative. Um, so, let's see. And the yoga uh, will be in the upper walking hall during those designated periods. On the days that there aren't, that er, there isn't yoga scheduled or movement scheduled, uh, you can, during those movement periods, uh, they, those same periods use downstairs, and there's a there's a space there for doing uh, yoga and, and movement. If there's many people, we could just make the we can move the screens and accommodate uh, the people who want to do um, do their own individual uh, movement practice. Um, JD is going to be uh, sitting in on interviews um, as the retreat is is going on. She'll also be offering signups starting tomorrow. Um, but today, just so you know, she'll be sitting in with Susie. And um, you have the option, it's absolutely fine, to say, I think I uh, just prefer 
uh, just to meet with the teacher, uh, just the two of us, and uh, and JD will will step out. Uh, so don't feel at all uh, uh, shy about that. Yes, question in the back. Sorry, they. I'm learning. Thank you very much. So they'll be down at the yurt. Um, anything else to be said? Okay, so I just saw a door open peeking out outside, so maybe we can meet the staff. In fact, yeah, there they are. Please, come on in. Keep on walking. So it takes a lot of people to keep this place running, doesn't it? And all these people are here because they love supporting practice and love supporting you. And uh, they want to feel uh, a connection and meet you and uh, honor your practice. And uh, also it would be good for you to see them. And these are people who are serving the Dharma so beautifully. So if you just take the... Uh, the mic and say your name and uh, what you do. Anna Onelia, retreat manager. Hi, my name is Shane. I'm in facilities. Levi Halberstadt, event operations manager. Willem Evett Miller, facilities maintenance technician. Joey Roberts, administration. Good morning, I'm Beth and I'm in operations. Scott in IT. KR in the kitchen. Heli, kitchen. Jim, finance and admin. Brian, maintenance technician. Julie, human resources. Roberta in accounting and registration. Berkeley, <clears throat> Berkeley development. Patrick, facilities. Michelle, executive director. Brian, in the kitchen. Karen, facilities housekeeping. M Marty, in facilities. Katie, in programs. 
Marisa in the kitchen. So just for a moment, uh, take in all of this service, devoting their lives to serving the Dharma and practitioners, some for many years, some new, but all doing it as their practice, besides just a job, this is done as, uh, as their Dharma practice. And all of these yogis out there have come out of deep love and inspiration for the Dharma to spend one or two months here practicing and really imbuing the land with that dedication of uh, internal exploration. So you can bow to each other in appreciation. Okay, thank you very much. Yeah. You can just, yeah. either way. <laughs>
dimension of understanding reality. So glad that worked for you. Here's uh, over there, Amanda. Uh, my question was about a little closer. In the beginning, um, I was. I felt like I was intentionally breathing, and then at some point that became difficult. And then I ha- it was kind of an awkward transition to my body breathing on its own. Mm-hmm. And then at that point, I felt kind of more like a statue, kind of like a certain kind of rigidness in the body. When your body was breathing on its own, it felt more rigid? Yeah, I was wondering if that was what the absorption state feels like. I feel like my uh, attention kind of gathered in a way where when it became difficult, when I had to like let go of actively breathing... Um, what I began paying attention to and interested in shifted into, for me personally, in this time, it was my mind states. And I was just wondering if that transition from more active effort to less effort is about how it goes. From more active effort to less effort is generally good. If As long as there's presence and wakefulness and if I understood you right, you said when you when you stop efforting so much, your body naturally became more more upright and uh, and 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 straight. And in in my own experience, that can happen. It's kind of like as you as your attention gathers, there's a natural life force that that finds just uh, the, the, the wakeful posture that moves you. So it's not you, I'm going to keep my body right. It just, it, it's, it's kind of energy moving through you and aligning you. And so that's, that's quite a natural experience. Yeah. Anything else? Okay, so got a beautiful day to practice. It's always a good day to practice. Um, And I just want to remind you, as I was talking about last night, continuity is the key. So again, not with with over-efforting, but make it all like a dance. And... There's a couple of different ways to do continuity. One is if you are of the temperament to use mental noting, it can be a really powerful aid if you say it very lightly and you find the right interval to do it. So for instance, as you're brushing your teeth, you know, reaching, unscrewing, Putting, squeezing, brushing, brushing, like that. It's not for everybody. Some people can go crazy doing it. 
But if you want to just play around with it, if you're noting and you're noting at an interval that's really restful rather than, you know, every moment you know, reaching, touching, what am I doing? Da, 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 you know, just the, the image that I have, if you, you probably have seen lyrics uh, on, on a TV screen and there's a bouncing ball that goes on the lyrics, you know. Just find the right, if you want to play around with this, try, try the right interval for you so that it's not hurried, it's not forced, it's just this continuous rhythmic connection with what's happening. You'll notice if you do that, if you do that say for a morning or just kind of play around with it, uh, you'll notice the times that you're not there, that you slip out. Oh, haven't been noting for the last 15 seconds, you know, and it becomes this dance. If that's not your temperament or style, let go of it. Just have the intention to be here. The whole day becomes a dance. And at the beginning, you have to kind of persuade yourself or convince yourself, okay, let's, let's be here, but after a while that momentum carries on its own. Joseph used to have this image, I don't know if he uses it anymore, of like cranking an engine and just getting it started and you're putting in the time and then after a while it just catches. Well, it's like that. So um, let continuity be the key and do it from, uh, make it like a game, as I say. Uh, at other times, you might find, okay, I need to just relax and, and not, uh, this is getting to be too much. Give yourself the spaciousness you need. And when you're doing the walking, that's just as powerful a, a moment, a, a, a practice time is in the sitting. But also, all the in-between times, going from here, to go to your walking, as was said, don't go slowly at a door, at a threshold door. If you've got 30 people behind you, you're gonna feel the vibes. Come on, let's get on with it. You have to know the context that you're in. Ramdas used to say, know your zip code as you're practicing, you know. Um, but all the in-between times, that's where the continuity really, uh, really takes off. I, Upandita, I, I sat with him uh, one three-month retreat, and every he gave a talk every night, an hour-long talk, and he gave three nights a talk on from the time the bell rings to the time you go to your walking. Three hours he talked about it, that in-between time, getting up, going to get your shoes, etc., etc., you know. Keep it light, have fun doing it, but every moment counts. Okay, enjoy your practice. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.